Now, in his terrifying 3D animated video, he's drinking water, and he never drinks water. He only <laughs> drinks things that are at least 45 grams of sugar a can. Now, he goes to Applebee's to sample uh, the new Mountain Dew Dark Berry. Now, I didn't know this about Applebee's, but if you ask, they'll give you a giant gallon of it in a fucking bag. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. It's the holiday season. This is going to be, I don't know, not a holiday-themed episode, but we're going to take care of some holiday stuff. We've got some gifts to give one another. As I said on Below Deck, I feel, I don't know, just a little bashful. I feel like my, uh, I feel like you guys are more generous than me. What are you talking about? Well, I just got you guys unwrapped weed chocolates, and you guys got me these very, you know, ornately wrapped gifts, you know? Mm. Anyways, this is another podcast show. It's a show I gab goof about really whatever's at top of mind. I'm Dylan saddled up next to one real Nicholas Davis. What's going on, everybody? App producer of the podcast over there behind my glasses. Hey, how are you? What are you doing on your phone? Well, I want to buy this. I want to buy uh, uh, the Golden Tea, and I'm, I'm uh, in an auction on eBay. Oh. I thought you bought one. Get this. The guy wanted me to pick it up, and he lives in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. That guy. What, Pat or that guy? That guy. What are you at right now in the bid? 500. That's not going to stay there, is it? Mm -mm. What's going to get up to? 13, 14? 1200. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, so I didn't bring an intro topic because I thought we were going to do, well, and I haven't brought intro topics lately, but so forgive me, but um, we're going to do gift exchange mm -hmm. for the top of the show, right? Yeah, it's fun. Audience gets to know us a little bit better. Yeah, and then after the gift exchange, um, I would like to talk about um, mukbang, and I'd like to preemptively apologize to people because... You know, you're going to hear some sounds and stuff, but we'll get through it very, very quickly. It's just important to provide context to I wanted, the uh, I further cock <coughs> of uh, the death of food content. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this guy uh, who had his son with him. He's lucky he had his son with him or I beat the shit out of him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I should tell my story, too, of the uh, mm -hmm. that homeless woman that I got into the fight with. Okay. Um, and what do you got? I'm unveiling a new segment. Uh, sometimes I just see things and I want to let you guys know, but I don't know how to bring it in. But now I'll just put it under the umbrella of what caught my eye this week. Oh, right, right, right. I feel like I've, I've Ooh. somewhat stolen a little bit of the, the, the taxonomic, uh, structure of Pat's segments, but, uh, it, it works, Pat. So, uh, thank you. Uh, what well, caught my eye. That's the segment. This week. Okay, God. <laughs> I hope it's as good as my segment I did last week called, How's That Gonna Work Out? How's That Gonna Work Out? And PMZ Presents, How's That Gonna Work Out? is out now. Upgrade if you want to hear it. It was a good one. Uh, can I tell my homeless story really quickly? Yeah, go ahead. And then we can kind of cleanse the palate with some nice stuff because I'm only telling this story on Patreon because I felt like a real schmuck after. And I came immediately over to Pat's. I was on my way to Pat's when, when uh, this happened. So I've already told Pat. He said, yeah, you should feel no guilt whatsoever, but I'd like you to weigh in. I like everybody listening to Wayne. So I'm I go, excited. So I go to this gas station on the corner right over here. Uh, more Park and Violin. That concludes uh, micro uh, regional stuff about Los <coughs> Angeles. So anyway, so I walk into the gas station and I'm checking out and a, uh, a zombie walks in. Um, hair tattered to shit. Shit, I think, on her sweatpants. Um, stained. <coughs> what, by the way, what kind of category of zombie? Was she a concrete puncher, a screamer? Hey, uh, what's the zombie that has nice things? 
Uh, well, she wasn't quite a fancy, but she did look like uh, a hip hop dancer. So maybe she, maybe you can call her like a formy or a former. You know, mm. she was something at and, some point, and now she no longer is. Maybe call her a former. So, I like the concept. I don't like the name. So I'm checking out. Uh, I have purchased my coconut water and my Red Bull energy to get me through the evening. And um, she gets behind me in line. She gets very close to me. She does not have a mask in sight. Now, I'm not going to, you know, flip out about the pandemic or anything, but it's always been like, you know, we're all doing it. Why do you get to be excluded from this? But I turn around and I see I'm a freedom fighter. I turn around and I see that she is a vagrant. So I decide, uh, well, that's why she's not wearing a mask, because she is she's a former. Yeah, it's a bad name, but anyway. I don't think so. Uh, when a kid's a star on TV, right. he's no longer a star. He's no longer a former teenage right. actor. It does it's reek a of, of a dead star. A failure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I turn around. And uh, you know what they call a male to female one of those? A transformer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do like former now. It stays. Okay. So I turn around, assess the situation. She is a former. She is dangerous. So I turn around and I hear her say, would you hurry the fuck up and mind your own fucking business? Mm. And I turn around and I say, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And she said something under her breath and then said spit on you. Yeah, she said she was going to spit on you. There was some type of threat that she was going to spit on me. And I said, I'm sorry. Are you down on your luck? And she got very, very quiet. And I felt like shit. And I said... Have a great night. And I walked outside and I immediately called my wife as though I was uh, confessing to some type of priest. I felt really, really shitty about what I had said to her. I just felt like such a jerk, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. How did you not get spit on, you figure? I mean, what does she have to lose? I think it was it was an empty threat. I think it was a complete bluff, Mm. you know, because she wasn't all the way gone. You know, still there. There was someone. There was still some good in her. Was she, she was Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still some good you could pull out of that. Right, right, right. She, she hadn't fully turned to the dark all side. those kids yet. Mm-hmm. But anyways, do you think that was the too much? I, I, honestly, I don't. I mean, just on our recent Below Deck episode, we talked about Jocko Willing's children book, Way of the Warrior Kid, where his uncle comes to town, tells the kid he's a pussy, so he starts doing pull-ups, and he becomes legit. A, a like super may- soldier. Yeah. Maybe you just bluntly gave her the stark reality, and she has probably by now, when was this? Uh, Friday, Saturday. Probably by now she's turned her life around. Yeah. And even if that isn't the case, yeah. Uh, I think you prevented yourself from getting uh one of the hepatitises. Right, right, right. <clears throat> well, yeah. She well, did. him not saying something would have been a better way not to get hepatitis. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Me leaving the situation alone. But she started so heavy, and then even escalated it further, saying that she was going to spit on me. So I had to say that nasty thing to her. Um, I felt yucky, but. Not as icky as her. She's a zombie. Let's clean uh, the palate, cleanse the palate. I think you're fine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I think uh, I wish that Dylan, uh, much like The Rock, had a, an entire crew following him around because I really want to witness the interactions he has yeah, when he's I out get, bubbling. I get into some sticky situations. <laughs> Here's how it goes with zombies. I'm not going to call it their natural habitat because it's their natural habitat is technically the end of my street. <laughs> but as zombies live their own existence, if I just see them, I don't know, peeing into an empty Snapple bottle or buying crack off one another, I'm like, 
I'm gonna. I have nothing to say about this. Hopefully, sure. hopefully our society will get in line, and the police and whatever will start helping these people. Or hopefully whatever. Hopefully, we help these people. Yeah. But if they interact and engage with me, <laughs> right. it's right. war. Right, right, right. You try and open up the door like you're a fucking concierge or a doorman at a Seven right. Eleven. I will say, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Well, that's, a, a zombie? That's a zombie. If they that's open up o- the door for you? It's a whole stick they do, the zombies. <laughs> they think they're doormen at the fucking Hilton. So they hold the door open for yes. you, and then on the way out, they ask for change, and they're like, hey, motherfucker, I opened the door for you. Yeah, and I don't like that. That's Makes a, sense. You're savvy. It gets that's me very anxious. a little bit anxious. of an overreaction from you, but I do want to just... Um, I got my kid in the car. No, you are a zombie. Well, listen, we do have hearts. You know, I, I often, if I go into a place, I'll say, can I get you anything, you know? Um, if they are, you know, um, I don't know, a curly, you know, the ones that just curl up into a little ball outside and they're really, really cold. Oh, that's sad. I'll get them a blanket or something. Do you need a hot dog? Do you need a coffee? Can I get you something? But if you're at a gas station, you're about to pull out and somebody knocks on your window and they look the way that they look and they demand that you let them wash your car, then, you know, situations get elevated and you say nasty things to people who are really down on their luck. Because it's the holiday season. And we probably should get into something more warm-hearted. Yeah. And one, one last thing. There used to be a zombie that had been around in Studio City for years called The Nun. This person... Oh, my God. You know The Nun, right? Of course I know The Nun. So The Nun, excuse me, God bless, God bless, had yeah. the whole stick down, absolutely prior hair and For millennials, she looked, she she reminded me very much... It was of, a he, by the way. I think he transitioned into a... Uh, he reminded me very much of the pigeon guy from Hey Arnold. Very, very creepy. Very, very, very creepy. creepy. Wore like a plastic bag over his head. So I'm Pretty picking sure up uh, my order at uh, California Pizza Kitchen over there on uh, Ventura Boulevard. Yeah, so they yeah, have a yeah. place where you pull up and you wait for your food to come down. Sure, right by Jamba. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting uh, with my wife, Sharizi, and all of a sudden there's a... Jesus Christ. I know, it's very startling. Scared the shit out of me. Right. I opened up the door and I like, get the fuck away from me. And he backed up. Oh, I am so sorry. Right, like right, it right. just, it's terrifying. You do sound a little too aggressive with homeless people. Oh, do? <laughs> yeah, just a tiny bit. Nick, what have you been looking at for the last five minutes? Sorry, I was looking up this. It's the levels of charity. Uh, oh, okay. It rank from the least honorable to the most honorable. What, what you're doing yeah, uh, somewhere between eight and seven, Dylan. Yeah, when you yeah, offer yeah. this person on the way in, you're either begrudgingly begrudg- donating or no, no, no. I'm five. When five. one gives directly to the poor without being asked. Oh, fair enough. Basically, yeah. five through eight, eight shit, and you're only doing it for yourself. Well, that's very arbitrary. You've defined five as the uh, the uh, the threshold. That's the last. Uh, that's the point of no return of shitty uh, charity. Uh, who made you fucking governor? Uh, this is definitely opinion based. What I just stated yeah, before, yeah. you don't even know who it's going to. You're like, I just want to help out. What's number one? The highest form of charity is to help sustain a person before they become impoverished by offering a substantial gift in a dignified manner or by extending a suitable loan or by helping them find employment or establish themselves in business so as to make it unnecessary for them to become dependent on others. Teach this a man is, to fish. This so is to speak. wordy. Mm. This is horseshit. I don't know who came up with these things. I don't know who Rombaum is but he sounds like a fucking snake oil salesman. Can we open some press? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I would love to, but I, I see one I haven't seen a lot, but the highest form of charity is when the donor and recipient are unknown to each other. So like you don't get this gratification uh, from anybody of giving. What are you, you talking? Oh, oh, so people who donate to uh, causes because they want tax write-offs? 
that's the second highest form of charity. Yes. The people who receive that don't know who it came from, and the people who gave it don't know who the fuck it's going to. Ron Baum is a, it's a fucking moron. Hey, you want to open some presents? Let's open some presents. All right. Okay. We already got our presents from Dylan. He got us uh, chocolate marijuana. Weed chocolate. It's the chocolates that we have been eating probably too much of, but Pat is absolutely in love with them. Nick likes them a little bit too, but Nick's going to go through better. that bar in three days. How many milligrams is it? I would like- 100 milligrams. It ruined my bar. Christmas, my work Christmas party. Oh, I'm <laughs> definitely going to save this and take it all before our next patreon only APS oh my god you're going to eat the entire thing yeah <laughs> oh my god that's such an awesome idea I'm worried about his health hey can I get, do the first gift yeah of course oh that's for Nikki here you go Nick. awesome this one. is exciting. They do open the presents as fast as possible so that we don't dead have air. any dead air yeah yeah but people can we could vamp do, we could do like uh, trivia or something <clears throat> I love um, trivia. Voila. It's it's a glass. I'm pretty excited. It's a French glass. Oh my gosh, that's so. Nikki, cool. can you tell what it is though with the glass? It's all the famous quotes from the show Friends on one glass. Could that's... I be wearing any more clothes? Uh, that's from my favorite episode, the one where no one's ready. You could not be more wrong. How you doing, Regina Falange? We were on a break. This is this is beautiful. I'm. It's, oh wow, that's a really thanks, thoughtful Nick. Gift. Where's my gift? Uh, uh, it is the bigger box of the two. Um, wow, that's really cool. Uh, I, I will say it's kind of a crutch for him to give me friendship, but I am unfazed. Give me all the friend stuff. Oh my god. Now I thought there's gonna be some Air Jordans in here, but this is a pretty heavy box. Yeah, there are not Air Jordans in oh, there. Oh okay, okay. Those are the Jordan. Yeah, you're doing well, Nick. Uh, those are the Jordan threes I had. I'm doing less well at the moment. Uh, I quit a job. <laughs> what do I? There's a couple things in here. Mm -hmm. Should I just? Uh, well, you do the book first. What makes a marriage last? Oh, Phil Donahue, <laughs> one of my heroes. <laughs> it's a pretty thick book. <laughs> it's it's fifty couples. Do not. Tell Cherie Nick gave that to you. I'm definitely going to keep that in here, but I'll read it. Uh, mm -hmm. I, uh, it's, he won't read it. It's really I'll more, read it. It's really more for the, the book's more of a joke. It's but a joke. Yeah. The, 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 but also, I mean, there could be, it's 50 different couples. Someone's yeah, got to yeah, have yeah. some tips in there. The other, the real gift is, is the other one. You know, a lot of Thanks, people Nick. say if you pull one thing from a book, it was a good reading experience. If you pull anything other than that, it was, you know, it gets yeah, more and more better uh, book in. Ooh, what do we have here, Nikki? Did you get a natural wine? I did get natural wine. Did oh you tell him? Oh, my God. Is this what we were drinking the other night? No, it wasn't. Let me see that. Show the bag. Show the bag. It's from... Um, did you go to Lou's? No. Uh, there's a place in Silver Lake that I'm surprised you haven't... Psychic Wines. Oh, Psychic, Psychic wine. Wines. Yeah, I actually called them to see if they could sponsor our podcast. They said no, so I never want to talk to them ever again. Look at this. Oh, that's really cool. Let me see the bottle. All right, here we go. Yeah, so let me know what you guys think of that, because obviously I went in there like an idiot. I was in sweats, too, and they're oh. like, you don't belong here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did the wine buying process go? I grabbed two bottles on the middle shelf, and I got the fuck out of there. That's it. Middle shelf. And just to let uh, some uh, uh, laymen out there understand, the way that most retail works with wines is all the wines on the bottom are the cheapies. <laughs> all the ones on the... Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't super stoked on patronizing oh, right. this place. 
but this was the side that. <laughs> oh they, <laughs> my god! <laughs> Is this Patreon only? Yeah, yeah, it's Patreon only. BTLM. Yeah, BTLM, and then defund the police. And me as a liberal, I would not patron that place because defund the police is the kind of messaging that's going to uh, kill the Democratic Party forever. So I wouldn't go to Psychic Wine. You don't think BTLM I, is going to have an adverse effect on uh, the party? No, that's a little bit more uh, sprinkles. Uh, defund the police is a, a little no bit politics, more. Yeah, sorry, no, po- no Thanks, politics, even on Patreon. Sorry, no Thanks, Nikki. That's very nice of you. I'm going to really enjoy that. I got one more for Nick, and then I got Dill, and then Dill is present. Who's going to go next? Why did I get two from you? I just happened to do it. I, I basically had a budget for both of you, and I just... Uh, you know, hit that budget. Cool. Right. That that works. What then, was the budget? Uh, $65. $65. That's a good chunk. Mm-hmm. So then let's go. Uh, Dylan's from you. Mine from you. Mine to Dylan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, I'm like, I, I would be a good mom. I love coordinating Christmas. I can feel the material already. Now, Dylan, do you know what this is? I do. It's a chef's apron. It but apron. what is the symbol on the, uh, the sh- I don't know what you'd call that. I don't the know breast. What, what this insignia it is. It looks like Nightmare Before Christmas. It is not. It what is, is that? Anthony. Uh, I, I should have done some camera. more detail. Uh, Anthony Bourdain wears this apron with that uh, oh, symbol on it so in uh, cool. Kitchen Confidential. So on the cover, he's on got the this cover. On? Yeah. Oh my god, Pat, that is so. So I nice. tracked it down. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to wear this around. Yeah, the house. yeah. When you're kicking some uh, Socrat or whatever, Socrat, achieving Socrat mm-hmm. with a cast iron pan paella for my wife and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, Pat, this is very, very thoughtful. Thank you so much. You're looking at it the wrong way. You're looking at the stitch side. And I just got you guys fucking drugs. I mean, but drugs are going to last me for like a month, dude. That apron, you're going to just put fold that up and put it in the drawer somewhere and forget about it. Drugs are. I'm going to put this on and cook with it. Drugs are fun. They're a great gift because it's not just the monetary value; it's the struggle to get them. And by the way, drugs. What? What? That's not an appropriate word or description for what the things we take are. Drugs. It has such a devious connotation yeah it's not like we're blowing down lines or anything hell no just we're eating candy exactly thank you you very much pat this is very very thoughtful uh we hope that all of you guys have people in your lives like me pat and nick uh have uh, one another um all right so dylan for me okay dylan oh no no me from pat and then we'll close it so it's not two next don't open that don't open that That's right. Is it the complete Friends DVD box set? No, Nikki. Even better. I'm not talking into the microphone. That's okay. Uh, here we go. Open it up. Do you hate when you guys are at like Christmas and stuff, and there's that one relative who's like, "Open it nice, save the wrapping, wrapping paper." paper. Yeah, no, I no, love no. you, Grandma, but they're stop not, doing that. They're from another does, time yeah. where you know you valued things this is like exciting. Paper. This is exciting. What is that? UFC. Oh my God! It's the UFC beard kit. It's the UFC beard beard care kit. <laughs> Limited edition. <laughs> no, obviously it's not as good as Manscaped, but uh, you know it'll do. Yeah, unfortunately I'm gonna have to burn it because of our relationship with Manscaped. But look it—it's got John Jones and Khabib. Let me see this. This is the UFC beard care kit. Heavy duty beard oil, heavy duty beard balm, beard brush, beard comb, straight razor. It's got a straight razor in here, razor blade styling template. I wasn't even. How about that lawnmower in there, huh? You're gonna feel like a fucking idiot when in ten years I sell this for a 
I mean, thousand bucks. It'll be like a no, yeah, right. Mortgage level. Yeah, this no, is fucking. That could have a lot Whitaker of and Connor. People tell me I'm a, a good gift giver. <laughs> this is, if you use it, does it make your dick bigger and give you six pack? Probably. It makes me fight. I can fight like them. <laughs> Look at that. This is great. Nick's going to shave with that beard care kit, and then he's going to go out, and he's going to smash that friend's glass over someone's head <laughs> and then take down four guys. Oh, no, I wouldn't ruin the friend's glass, but close. The yeah, rest yeah. of it is pretty accurate. No, that's I fucking, super tight. Look at my eclectic interest, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got range. Yeah, there's a real, real range there. All right, what's your gift? Oh, okay, here we go. Oh, once again, definitely not shoes in there. Uggs? You got me Uggs? Ah, oh, that was probably Jules' box. They were my shoes. She got me Uggs. Uh, Uggs. All right. <laughs> I got Dylan one of the cool color ones because I know how much he loves the colors of the wines. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Wow. What is it? What it looks of, like a fucking lava lamp. at that. What kind of wine Not is it? Not even a lot of sediment. It's a, it's probably a little bit yeasty, a lot of skin contact here. This is going to oh, yeah. be absolutely delicious. I love how they say white wine on this. I they do. I love natural wine so much. Ro rose. Thank you so much, baby. I appreciate it. This you're, is going to be fun. You're welcome. And what we, else? We know each other so well. Oh, there's something else in there? Oh, yeah, there's something else. Black trans lives do matter. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> there's something that says something about killer cops on that. Boy, that... A cab, A cab. So, my prosecute killer cops. I mean, that's fair. That's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, my, I bet this fine print has some pretty batshit stuff on the, it. The the second gift from Nick is uh, money master the game. Seven simple steps to financial freedom from Tony Robbins. Now, the there are a couple crazy things about this book. You want to put your headphones on so you know when you're doing that? One, the binding of this book is absolutely insane. It is though... Um, you don't get financial freedom by shelling out a ton on binding. Now, can I ask, this is an advanced, uncorrected proof. It is not for sale, which, having worked in podcasting, means that this was probably sent in for someone to read before someone came on the show. Is that where you got this book? Because there's no way you could have purchased this retail. I would say possibly, but there's no way that a guest came in with this book. So I think he made two stops for Christmas shopping, that wine store and Barnes and Noble. No, both of these I got from the Adam Carolla studio. <laughs> Although I will say I did have a year where I got really into Tony Robbins. I was listening to him all the time and I actually did buy that book. Wow. But when I was homeless, I had two giant the only thing I what kind of zombie were you? The uh, uh the one the one in a vehicle who was looking for gainful employment. Mm. Uh, uh a trier. You hadn't turned. I oh, was a, a trier. trier. Okay. Uh but uh and and try try I did. But I had basically all I had besides like what was in my car was these two big boxes of books. Mm -hmm. And they were they stayed at uh the place I worked, Matt Men's warehouse. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually had bought that book because I was so into Tony Robbins. Never opened it, but these two giant boxes of books got stolen. It was right before Christmas 2015, uh, 2014. I was super depressed and almost went back home. When those books got stolen, man, that was a kick, kick in the nuts. Can I say something about uh, the thickness of that book? I think a description of how the galaxy was created could be 
done with less pages than that. What could this man possibly say? With I'm I'm looking at that. So it, the book is, is it 500 pages? The book is 616 pages. That's insane. Uh, acknowledgments will round out uh, 640 pages. So I'm looking forward to tucking into this. I need to get better at managing money, and I think that Tony Robbins' terrifying face and very intense words will help me figure that out. Now, I still have to read Ebony K. Williams' um, Power, a mm. memoir. <clears throat> I'd still have to get And also uh, Bugsy's uh, The Art of Table Scaling. Oh, no, I read that. Oh, gotcha. I read cool. that. Cool, good. Um, but this is very, very kind. This is very, unbelievably kind. Guys, we are such... We're we're good to one another. You know, we fight, we squabble, but at the end of the year, it's Christmas. If um, It's about love, gift giving, and showing one another that... Do you mean the world to me? And Dylan, that Dylan, achieve that tonight. Do you want to make a pact that you read that book and I'll read the FDR book by April, by April first? No. Okay, I'm going to try to read your book by April first. I also almost gave you the theory of moral sentiments, but I couldn't part with that one. I'll either. do it by end of 2022. I'll do that. Okay. Deal. Good, good we just luck. shook. Good fucking luck. I'm going to. All right. So, I almost opened it last night, but then I was like, I'm going to get high and watch TV. What, the FDR book? Yeah. Literally last night, because I was like looking through my books of what I was going to give you. I'm like, I got to read this fucking well, FDR what'd you, book. What would you watch? Uh, I watched uh, Blow Deck last night, but then right. I, I watched it again today, yeah. and then I uh, uh, fell asleep to Son of a... Uh, no, not Son of a Boy, Dad. Uh, PMT, or P... Oh, got it. Which I don't usually watch, but... So you watched YouTube? After... Got it. Below Deck, got yeah. It. Okay, um, all right, so Christmas is wrapped for us. No pun intended. <laughs> so let's get into what we brought here this evening. Pat, why don't you get into what you brought? Sure, it's pretty negative. Well, we just got done with a beautiful uh, ritual. Sure, okay, get this. It's fucking Christmas. It's the holiday season. Sure. Everybody should be happy to be alive. You're healthy. You're uh, for us. We're living in Los Angeles. The weather's pretty good here. People are good looking. You got awesome gifts from your fucking buddies. Yeah, exactly. And around this time, maybe it's because people are getting out of town, and and it's just the driving's weird, and people are all stressed out about a bunch of different things. They turn into complete fucking assholes in this city. Maybe every city. What am I? Well, I don't know. I think it's a little bit more here, but yeah, continue. We have every reason to be happy, though. Like, I understand if you, like, wake up at 6 in the morning to go to your insurance job, and the first thing you got to do is shovel your walkway and get some ice off your windshield, freeze to death, drive to work with miserable weather. You know, I heard they can put um, heating things underneath the concrete. Mm. When you pave a driveway, you can ask. The they part. can do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I, I didn't even knew that. Mm. Sorry? Oh, okay. So anyway, I got a couple uh, in-laws in the concrete biz. That's a, it's a good upsell. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Is that code word for mob? Uh, nope. They just do concrete. Oh. It was a great, actually, uh, kind of a angle for them because my brother-in-law does custom homes, and then he hires his brother to do the fucking driveways. That's a nice little relationship. Vertical integration mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. should be stopped by our government. Anyways, what's up? Oh, Why? Yeah. <laughs> so yesterday, I'm joking. I know. I'm in a good fucking mood. I go visit a friend. We have coffee, have like uh, some of those, what are those little treats you got there? Little uh, goodies, like little chocolates. Little and Benets. Benet, not a benet. I, I, it doesn't matter. No, I say that. I know. Okay. I could, what is it? Just beignet. Beignet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So beignet. I have a nice time, catch up. 
I'm leaving. Now, the driveway, he lives in Glendale, right? And it's this tight little driveway, and I'm pulling out, backing up, and it turns out there's you this one. You had a kid? He's, no, almost. Uh, you hit a there's zombie? a. No, no, just a dickhead. You hit a, a deer? No, a human. Uh, so. Okay. Uh, I'm backing out, and uh, to my right, there's a uh, big, uh, people are moving or something, so that's one of those things where they put a thing where you pack all your shit into it, and then they'll pick it up, or whatever, I forget what those things are called, but I'm, you know what I'm talking about, right? They'll drop off like a, a steel, trailer, like a steel trailer or something, you put all your boxes in there, and then they pick it up on another day and move it to wherever the fuck you're going to need to move it. I don't well, know yeah, that, I mean, I, those are for like construction sites. They'll drop those off. No, no, no. When you're moving, they'll drop it off in front of your house. You've packed We're it talking up. about the same thing, though. It's like a small uh, freight container. Correct. That's sorry. Right. Wasted a lot of time with this story. Trying no, to no, no, I it. almost think you guys are talking about something different. You're thinking of like a giant dumpster. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. This is like a, a moving company who doesn't yes. move the stuff out of your house. You do the stuff into the... Oh, I, like, they pick okay, it. Yeah. I like this as a business model. They just had the vehicle. Me too. I like it as well. So uh, I can't see if I back out of this fucking driveway if a car is going to clip me. Sure. So I'm slowly, a, a perilous feeling. slowly, 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 slowly inching. Yeah. And I'm looking. All my focus is on, all right, I got to kind of time it out to make sure because I can see cars like taking a right around the corner. I'm like, all right, I'm going to slowly back out and hopefully I don't. my rear end doesn't get hit, spins me around. I smash my fucking head and then my kid's brought up by, you know, my, my sure wife. Right. So as I'm pulling out, boom, I see it. I, I couldn't have been more cautious or whatever, but what I didn't do because I was so focused on making sure I wasn't going to get clipped. Young Al was this close to being a sea rat when yeah. she grows up. No, oh, know. is that right? If she didn't have you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She yeah. better not be a fucking sea rat. I'll roll over in my grave. Yeah. Well, you won't because you're dead. Turns out, as I pulled out, which I did safely, there was a father and son. Oh. Dad looked like, and look it up, people, because I had to check for myself. If there's a film in 1989 that came out called Three O'Clock High, the bully, the protagonist, <laughs> the big jerk with long hair. Oh, yeah, totally. I can see him now. He's got a nine-year-old son. Classic film that They're holding seen. hands. Yeah. And now I'm a parent, so I completely understand this. So I pull out. I do that little 90-degree thing, and then I'm ready to go about my business and move on. And when I looked, because I, I like put my hand up, wave, oh, how you doing, whatever. The guy, I'll just give the look to the camera. This was the look he gave me. <laughs> it's a, for those just listening, it was a seething look. Seething. Seething with the and, eyes. And I'm like thinking, oh, maybe he, uh, I, he, maybe he's looking at someone across the street who doesn't like or something like that. So I like stare down at my steering wheel and then I finish out my turn. And I'm like, I feel like he's looking at me still. And then I look over and he's still doing the... Yeah. For those just As listening, he's walking still with seething. seething. He's holding hands with his nine-year-old son. Yeah. So I have to do one more look over there before this guy passes by me, never to be seen again as he uh, makes his way past that storage uh, sure, container or something sure. like that. And he's mean mugging me. Right, right, right. This fucking guy. Can't, can't ignore that. The week that. of Christmas. Right. Of the Lord's birthday. Right. Ready to start a fucking fight with me with your nine-year-old kid. You don't get to do that anymore, dude, because I could be a psychopath. Right. I could get out of my Honda CRV and go track you down and just say, I am going to beat your father in front of you to teach him a lesson. And then what kind of Christmas memories would that be for that kid for the rest of his goddamn life? Not a great Christmas. But I also a pretty good story around like drinking some beers with the boys. One Christmas, my dad got the shit beat out of him by yeah. this. This, this oh, I thought you were going to tell me that happened to you. I got lost in the train. Oh, no, no. It's like uh, that Kevin Hart bit where he sees his dad get the shit bit out of him. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? He just kicked me in the face. 
<laughs> yeah, Kevin no, Hart's funny. Here's the crazy thing about an interaction <laughs> with that, and this is why I kind of brought up other than this guy, what a fucking jerk trying to start a fight with me when he's got his kid with him. Sure. This may be what you tell me if you do this with uh, with yourself after you have an intera- a really uncomfortable interaction with a person that you'll never meet again and you'll never get to talk to again. I spend the next 35 minutes going over in my head what I would have said if I was confronted by him and his son. And uh, like I just go through all these different incarnations. And one of them was, sir, in another time, I would have beaten your ass. <laughs> but you have a son here. And he needs, I just started being very grandiose and he needs to raise, he needs someone to raise him. So by me killing you with one arm, right? I cannot do that now. Pat, did anything happen between you guys? I just drove off. I mean, it's very, it's, it's somewhat similar to that time that fucking guy in the big camo lifted truck tried to run me off the road. And for days I thought about, you simmered on it. Oh man, I wanted to beat that guy's ass. Can I play devil's advocate though? Please. This guy, I mean, he didn't say anything to you. And whatever close pr- proximity he got to you when you were backing out, he was worried for his child. I, I think this is the impetus for road rage in people because, like, it may be the slight move someone cutting you off, but it's like this fight or flight. Your life was actually on the line. And when you're a parent, your 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 papa bear and your cub almost got hit by this. He seethed at this you. Let, drunk let the, guy, yeah. Let the man see. Well, see, I saw all these different levels, Nikki, and okay. I was still thinking, this guy by him get mean mugging me like that. I could, this could have been a double homicide. So you actually cared about the child. Yes, he put his son in danger, <laughs> is my point. I'm a saint. Got you, got you. He put his son in danger because he was so pissed that he felt like his son was in danger, though. Also, when you're seeing a dummy like me backing out a driveway, not making eye contact with you while you walk down the sidewalk with your nine-year-old son that you're holding hands with, maybe you understand, like, oh, we should stop here. There is no reason to mean mug me. I did nothing wrong. I think I'm with Pat. I don't think that man needed to seethe. No. I don't think he needed to seethe. I think it's a physical response to you thinking your child might be in danger. I mean, think if someone backed out and almost hit L. Was it an irresponsible backing out, though? Mm -mm. Because if it wasn't, then there's no reason That's my whole point. That's why I'm pissed. I wouldn't be sharing this this amazing, interesting tale. (laughs) Right. Had I just pulled out of there willy-nilly. The best thing about the story... Is the climax. Mm-hmm. I hate that you don't wear headphones. I know you're talking right in the mic. I got to get over it. Oh, the audience. He tortures them, Nikki. I no, know. I know. 2022, I'm going to try to get better at that, but sometimes I just trail off and you can't even understand a single word. All right, I'm ready to move on, but I just want to say thing interactions with human beings, you destroy another person's entire day because they obsess on fi- figuring out a way that you could have died sure. without them actually killing you, but you got what was coming to you. Right, right, Understand, right. all yeah, these interactions yeah, yeah. work that way. Be nice to people, especially during uh, Christmas week. Great lesson, Pat. You're you welcome. said that was negative. I didn't, I didn't think it was negative at all, right? Yeah, me neither. Hmm. You said it was negative, though. Well, I thought it was going to be, but then it turned out to be a pretty uplifting tail well you know i could talk about how we went to my sister's birthday dinner last night and the uh, maitre d did not check vaccine cards and my mother looked around the entire restaurant for 30 minutes not speaking to anybody but i want to talk about the death of food content part two in dylan's expose of a existential threat Hmm. but do we want to get to what caught my eye this week before we do only because i think they're might be a little bit more meat on your bone and it'll be a recurring segment. Whereas these are just kind of one-offs that I'm going to be giving. Um, Well, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. What caught your eye this week? Nice. 
fuck yeah, that's how we do this segment. Here's the first thing that caught my eye this segment, or this week. This week. Uh, so, uh, last week on APS, we talked about how Dylan at that Mexican wedding threw a political Molotov cocktail by uh, getting these people to infight about uh, J.K. Rowling being a trans-exclusionary oh, right. radical yeah, yeah, feminist. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But he also touched us, a woman, inappropriately. Yeah, but that is not what... When did I do that? You didn't. The thing that caught my eye is not related to him oh, sorry, uh, sorry. inappropriately mm-hmm. touching uh, right, right, an sorry. in-law or whatever at, at a wedding. That was fucked up, Dylan. No. Yeah. Mine is more related to uh, the mol- the political Molotov cocktail of you bringing up J.K. Rowling, the right. trans-exclusi- trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Thank you. Thank you. He's a fucking turf. Uh, well, I, we're not the only one that picked up on oh, being a turf. Oh, my God. So, Quidditch... The, the governing bodies of the real Quidditch, which is not at all real Quidditch, right. are going to change the name of the sport to distance itself from J.K. Rowling's anti-trans positions. Mm, okay. Uh, so this caught my eye. And right. uh, be, before I get into some of the minutiae, what do you I, guys I, think can, about can that? I, I want to say this before mm. we start talking about it. There are lunatics out there. Mm-hmm. Certifiably insane lunatics who mm-hmm. are fueled by other certifiably insane lunatics. But let's remember that though these people may be loud, they are not representative of the way that the most of us think about things. But these people should be put on a trash island somewhere out in the middle of the ocean and they should all kumbaya about their crazy shit somewhere else so we don't keep hearing their words be magnified and hating one another over them. But, Pat, any thoughts? Well, uh, Quidditch is uh, in the Harry Potter thing when they fly around on brooms and, like, I guess... Uh, Try to catch your golden snitch. Yeah, right. there's a seeker. Right. Yeah. It, but, um... Is, the, is there right. a different Twisted. version of Quidditch? Or well, is yeah, this a, so just a bunch of nerds play, on a Saturday? Yeah, no, so there are nerds a bunch on of a nerds. Saturday. And they're getting on broomsticks and they're running on the ground. And, right. uh, and they're playing Quidditch. And they're, they're going to separate themselves? Yeah. Oh, okay. And increasingly, and I believe it to be because of the small circumference of a broom handle, uh, they're using PVC piping, uh, mm. like fucking idiots right. who don't respect the game. Right. Uh, I mean, you know who'd be a good Quidditch player? Go check out another Below Deck podcast. That one woman who brought a broom. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so this is a a combined effort between U.S. Quidditch, obviously, uh, USQ, USQ, the governing body of Quidditch, and Major League Quidditch, MLQ, MLQ. one of the sports leagues. Uh, they they said the le- in a statement, the leagues are hoping a name change can help them con- uh, help them continue to distance themselves from the works of J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter book series, yeah. who has increasingly come under scrutiny for anti-trans position in years. Do I not in recent have years? It- do I not have the full picture of what J.K. Rowling said, or did she just say the trans rights do not supersede a millennia of harm that women have suffered and still not quite quite gotten all the way there yet hmm. with? She is that all she said? She's literally excluding trans from like feminist rights. So like, there's been instances of male to female uh, transgenders then committing acts on actual women or not or or cis women. Sure. Uh, so she's like, what about these instances and stuff? And But she did like write like an opus how like 
they shouldn't be included included in the feminist movement. Mm. Uh, you'd have to decide for yourself what you believe. But sure. Okay. I don't think she's like we should fucking kill trans people. Well, no, she is. She mm. is. It's a weird. It's she's weird. It's weird to find out that the woman that brought uh, that brought us Harry Potter, one of the most imaginative and broad stories we've had, probably since Star Wars or the Lord of the Rings, is literally mm. Hitler. So and anyways, many believe. What, what and many it, believe Harry Potter's to be allegories for prejudice and racism. Right. Because uh, the Muggles, of course, are not. <clears throat> yeah. True no. For, forget that she talks about. Uh, um, gay rights hey, and uh, uh, all that stuff. Bigotry shines a light on all I, that uh, stuff through a whimsy and magic. What You know, I always see a lot of stories through the context of legal uh, laws and such. The lens of, 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 of the law. judicial system. Yeah, sure. So these Because you're paranoid. You've been sued so many times. <laughs> I was in a what, deposition last week. What he's about to say is basically going to be the point that wraps up this whole thing. No, I won't. I won't step on your point. I no, got no, no, no. I, I'm excited. That I think you're. you're so this Quidditch uh, league, they're going to change their name, but they're still going to be playing Quidditch. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, that's what J.K. Rowley does. She, gets, she calls up a couple of those lawyers, right? She says, "I heard there's some leagues monetizing the game that I created in a book." Right. The evidence is all there. Right. I want you to write down every one, name of every one of these goddamn uh, Garagos. I uh, want every league on a, you know, a legal piece of paper, and uh, I want them being served on Monday. They're not going to be able to play my game unless they pay, uh, you know. Well, that's a very catty move. Oh, is it? I hope that she is content with the fact that she is a billionaire multiple times over and just leaves these freaks alone. <laughs> Uh, I, but I, I honestly think Pat hit on something uh, very po- poignant. I think the entire reason for changing the name is so they don't get sued because Quidditch is trademarked by Warner uh, Brothers. Warner Brothers already, it. yeah. And these leagues, I think they're using this as a PR oh. stunt to gain publicity for the game. Uh, but you, you guys do have to hear this. Uh, so there's a survey out of what... Uh, yeah, what they should change the, the league name to. Yeah, and... and, <laughs> and I wish I could have contributed. I, I actually have one that I'll add uh, that was not on the survey. <laughs> fucking freaks flying around on shit, but not really flying. They're just running like fucking freaks league. You can see my notes? <laughs> no, the, the real survey ones are... I was going to say fucking nerds, but other than that, <laughs> right. you fucking nailed that. Right, right, uh, that was right. what I had in my head. I don't have it written right, down. Right, right. But no, quad ball, quadra ball, quid strike, quid ball, and quicker. Yeah. I feel like anything with quid is going to still mm. leave you open to that legality. Right, right, right. You How about where's flanked. my pen protector? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, I just one one more note uh, from their statement. Our, uh, and this is actually not from the statement. This is from UK Quidditch, who <laughs> supports the move by uh, MLK, US Quidditch MLQ. MLQ. Yeah. Uh, uh, this guy says USQ our, and MLQ. Our sport has developed a reputation as one of the most progressive sports in the. Uh, in the world on well, yeah. gender equality and how, inclusivity. How could it not? It's got a bunch of freaks playing. In part because we take unathletic fucking nerds and allow them to... No, <laughs> right, it, look at us being mean. Now. In part... <laughs> Patrick, it, these people... If you play organized Quidditch... 
It's nerd on nerd crime. I yeah. Guess, yeah. yeah. In, in part thanks to its uh, gender maximum rule, which stipulates that a team may not have more than four players of the same gender on the field oh, at good. a time. Okay, so what is freakier or more nerdy? Me going to, to pre-sale events, uh, draft nights at Alternative Universe, or... For Magic the Gathering? For Magic the Gathering, or people getting together and playing Quidditch. In that. Quidditch. Is right. worse. Right. Okay. Thank so, th- so that that caught my eye this week. Oh, you gonna do another one? Just a very, very, very quick one. All right. I'm gonna hear the premise and then I'm gonna pee. Okay. Okay. Uh, Elon Musk also likes to slam claws when he podcasts. Oh my god! I bet their stock went up today. Richest man in the world, and also nothing is done well, by accident. The problem of wokeness, specifically, you mentioned that's like a. He's mind drinking virus a claw, and, and that's it. That's what <laughs> caught my eye this week. Elon Musk said he was gonna pay 11 billion dollars in taxes this year. Yeah, right. Hey, no politics. Sorry. Are you his accountant? Are you work for the IRS? No, but his tax returns have gotten released before. Anyways, maybe it's going to be different this year. Maybe we're all going to get a gift from Elon in the form of taxes he actually should pay. Or uh, missionless vehicles. Maybe that's the gift he gave. He shouldn't have to pay taxes and all the people he employs. You couldn't do do both of those things. That's crazy. All right, Dylan, you're going to talk now, right? Yeah, I'm going to talk about death of food content. All right, so we're going to wrap this up. Wait, can I wrap it up? Yeah. And that's what caught my eye this week. So I, <laughs> Bat just said you and I are going to talk later. So and he looked pissed. I don't want. He was seething. I don't want to end this on a negative note, but it hasn't been the best year, you know. So might as well. Loved it. Twenty twenty was better. Twenty twenty one was pretty cool. It was fine. Food content is dying. I've talked about it many times before. I have sent Nick some videos that I'd like to go through tonight. Now. One of the themes that is going around, and you can find it in a lot of different food bloggers' content, you know, perhaps that it's not full-blown mukbang, but there have been a lot of, you know, there's been thematic entry of mukbang inserted into a lot of different different things. Someone's making a food blog, and they just chuck in a little ASMR of them eating kimchi, you know, and ruining a a good food, food vlog, but... To just set the scene of what mukbang is, um, if there's anyone who's been living under a freaking rock and doesn't understand what this phenomenon is, it is essentially a fetishized uh, silo of content for really, really weird people to get aroused um, from of usually spritey, cheruby, young Asian girls eating gargantuan amounts of food with unbelievably powerful and sensitive microphones capturing every single molecule of saliva breaking down our life source. It's essentially what I... Oh, man. Pat just rocked his head on the microphone. That was funny. Uh, But... uh, I uh, he I, it, just keeps on fucking tracking though. He's a pro. Yeah, it's essentially what I do every single night on Postmates at about twelve thirty when I'm sure. barely asleep. Uh, but there's no cameras or uh, high high frequency microphones. Yes, 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 exactly. So, um, so this one we've got here is uh, what the young woman has done is she's peeled uh, all of the meat off of a chicken. She has then turned the chicken into a chicken nugget kind of um, ground turkey type thing, a ground chicken type thing, wrapped it back around the bone, breaded it, and deep fried it. She also has to accompany that a giant baking dish of 
uh, molten cheese that she is going to wrap around the fried chicken. So this has, um, Nick, how many views does this thing have? It's got 369,000 likes. Um, YouTube has taken away the dislike function, which is really sad because you can't see motherfuckers get ratioed anymore. But this, um, what is going on? Where what is, is going view? on? How many? If they took away the view count. Well, I'm she's gonna... got seven million subscribers, so she's doing pretty well. If they took away the view count, I'm gonna fucking cry. How is this possible? There's no way. She's got twelve thousand comments. I feel like my resolution's too big or something. Yeah, right now. it's got to be something. So it's probably got a million plus, or at least high hundreds of thousands. But let's let's go ahead and take a listen to her eating um, once fried chicken. Uh, covered in fondue. Hey, Nick, uh, real quick before we hit the video, 7 million followers. Is this, is she worth like a million bucks or something? Way. I mean, 7 million followers. She is she, like, if you got more than 1 million, you're making over a million a year. Oh. I, feel, I feel like she, this what this woman, I got a new year's resolution going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking 369,000 likes. That's the real number. You got to look out. That's, That's engagement. engagement. All right, so pause it. <laughs> she how's said it's amazing. How's everybody feeling about this? Well, I have some thoughts. <clears throat> when I see that this many people are watching, it means that there's a demand for this type of content, this type of imagery. Yeah. It's very uh, dis uh, concerning. <laughs> yeah. Makes you feel like the apocalypse is coming, doesn't it? Or it's deserved. Right. Coming and deserving. Yeah, Mother Gaia has uh, has tipped the scales finally. She's seen enough mukbang. We're going to all die. Anyways. Oh, oh hold um, on. One thought. Yeah. So when you see this imagery, as you asked what my thoughts were. Right. This is how you're going to uh, assess how uh, when someone chooses a career. Yeah. And how they should feel about it. Right. Imagine your seven-year-old self getting to see a video of you doing what you're doing now. Right. And what their reaction would be to it. Yeah. That's what you should think about yourself now. Well, I think that she'd probably be pretty happy. She's probably a little fatty when she was a kid. Mm. Getting to eat all that fried chicken and molded cheese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sorry. She probably wasn't uh, fatty. Uh, Asian people have incredible genes, and who cares if she was a little chucky? You know? She's probably beautiful. Um, <clears throat> anyways. Before we get to your next one, Dylan, can yeah. I kind of show you, like, essentially the final boss of Asian uh, mukbangs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is called the gooey duck. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. of course. Uh, oh, everybody's familiar it's with the gooey Oh, yeah. Well, they squirt, uh, and they bite into it, and it squirts like a penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so just that, as a yeah, that's, uh, that is uh, well, yeah, that a trend within the mukbang trend, a sub-trend within the mukbang trend of people chewing down on gooey duck, and it's shooting fucking uh, bodily fluids mixed with salt water uh, and Asian people giggling in a really disconcerting way, yeah. And uh, shout out King of the Sting. Uh, we did this once. I went to a Korean market. Yeah. I bought gooey duck. I got yelled at for taking a picture of the tank. Right. And uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, High Mart. High Mart. Yes. Yeah. You went to High Mart. I went to High Mart. Okay. Sorry, Dylan. No, I'm no, glad. No, that's just okay. As, just as long as everybody's aware of gooey duck. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So what we've got here is an Americanized version. Now, Ooh, um, Applebee's. Can you scroll down a little bit, Nick? This is from a content creator called Badlands Chugs. <laughs> um, 
he, as you could guess, um, is more of a chugger than um, than a mukbanger or a consumer of food, right? So this has cropped up. There are a lot of people going around and tackling challenges, but Badlands Chugs, um, it really uh, just hits different different and we've talked about this before these concoctions are proof that the food industry is trying to kill us and this man is a willing participant in his own untimely and uh, very early death uh, i already see what this fat used demise Uh, all right so go ahead and kick us off with this i like his uh oh that's okay that's all right. I like the fucking color thing in the beginning. That's yeah. A, that's a fun way to say Your programming it. has been interrupted by Badlands Chugs. <laughs> yes, folks, it's your boy Badlands Chugs, and I want to let you know about Badlands Chugs merch. Yes, okay. it's on for Black Friday. So he's we got, got merch. Deals. It's and sp- also check out anothermerchstore.com. Yeah. And please help us get rid of the inventory. Yes. Pat has a warehouse full of wine. We have t-shirts. a thousand wine hike t shirts. Um, all right. Hey, also get Manscaped. Uh, this man needs a little help in the nose department. If you know, yeah, what yeah, I mean. yeah. maybe I we'll send him one. I don't, even wa- I don't even. I don't even hear what is called to action right now. But at the bottom, he has a Kyra that says "Text Chugs to 9500." I'm just gonna find out yeah. later. Yeah, we'll do it. So um, let's play his intro. Um, 50 and- seconds of fucking ads yep. in the beginning. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Let's just get to know uh, Badland Chugs. He looks like uh, Mr. Freeze, but fat from. Uh, the Incredibles. Yeah. Now, in his terrifying 3D animated video, he's drinking water, and he never drinks water. He only <laughs> drinks things that are at least 45 grams of sugar a can. Now, he goes to Applebee's to sample uh, the new Mountain Dew Dark Berry. Now, I didn't know this about Applebee's, but if you ask, they'll give you a giant gallon of it in a fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. They've got the newest, the rarest Mountain Dew that's out. Mountain Dew Dark Berry Bash, all right? It's an Applebee's exclusive, okay? It's an and Applebee's you know, you know how exclusive. What's the guy who I brought in because I was all excited because I thought I found my own food reviewer? Hello. And then- Welcome to... Mr. Food Review. <laughs> yeah. And then you laughed in my face because everybody fucking knows right, about that right, guy, right. I guess. I actually, I'm going to have to look up after this, his thoughts, because he, the, the, the guy loves Mountain Dews. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, and, yeah. And, and such. I'm going to have to check it's out his. It's fruity. It's purple. Go ahead. And I'm quite enjoying uh, <laughs> what's going down right now. We yeah. So he always pours the soda right. in dust. So, <laughs> Let's to the chugs on the His music is too loud over him. Yeah. yeah, he needs a better editor. Yeah, he needs bad. He ne- he needs to figure out the audio. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry, Dylan. One stop. You know, I believe this bag <laughs> looks clo- very familiar to uh, the things that uh, the people on the wa- in the movie Wally and the spaceships. Yep. They were sucking on. Yep. Oh, we're there. <laughs> Oh, we're we yeah. are there. Oh my god. Look at this fucking human being. <laughs> just start Hold on. Just start just start counting the people in your life who get Oculuses and they're like they tell you about the Oculus and why why it's, right. those are people that are susceptible. Yes, Although they are pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, so look at the color of this thing when he pours it. I can't hear him. I know. 
Oh, come on. Come on. Is he doing the Tide Pod challenge? It looks I, like toilet bowl cooler. I thought it was at least going to be like... <laughs> Look how happy. That looks like something you use to uh, drain uh, yeah. food down your... Right. Now, pause it real quick. People oh, no. want to give me shit about smoking, and I understand that smoking, uh, you know, it smells, and uh, people don't want the smoke blowing in their face. But in terms of health... I would posit that you could smoke two packs a day and you'd die way after this guy. hundred percent. With what but he is doing to his body. I go back to the first thing you said. Uh, do whatever you want to your own body. You, you no one likes to smell a no, smoke. No, nobody likes to smell smoke. This guy, but I'm sure, he smells a, like bo, uh, but he doesn't come in smelling like Mountain Dew. No, I know, but there's health, you know, PDAs and Mothers Against This. There's just this is just fun. We just think it's cool that this guy is drinking a boot of death. I, I'm a, I'm actually a proud Michael Bloomberg tried to stop it in New York. Well, Michael Bloomberg, valiant effort, but you can just get four mediums. People are going to be fat. You can't do anything about it. And I'm, eat pizza with your hands. I'm a proud supporter of man, mothers right. against new dues. Right. Right. All right, let's watch him uh, chug this. So you know this is fridge cold, folks. There you go. Get closer. about to do this, okay? So enough talk. Mountain Dew, dark berry bash, down the hatch. Cheers, folks. <laughs> He's badly in chug, so he uh, and and it's spilling all over him. That doesn't count. He needs to drink everything. <laughs> so, Woo! thank you so much, everyone. Big ups, everyone. Yeah, Applebee's. It's so awesome here. <laughs> and oh, this is so so good. Very delicious. Oh, man. You got to stop by Applebee's and get you the new Mountain Dew bar, Dark Berry Bash. You know, oh, man. I didn't... Sorry. How do you find this? You know, there have always been people like this that live in like small towns that would be sure. like the town person that needs attention that they'll in a restaurant do activities like this and everyone will chuckle. But their life ends with them in a home or right. a room right. with no one that, around anymore and then they die a lonely death poor right and now this same activity can have you driving a tesla and living in a very nice <laughs> neighborhood in los angeles <laughs> but he's still gonna die Soon. So if you took, and I, I know this uh, intimately well because I fresh grind my beans every morning um, to make my coffee. Hmm. If you take the amount of sugar that that man just consumed and you put it into powder form and someone asked you to eat that, you have an entire day to eat it. You would throw the fuck well, it's interesting you say that, Dylan, because you wouldn't know that by looking at the guy. <laughs> now, we have other videos. He does uh, do a challenge where he gets every Mountain Dew he possibly can from 7-Eleven, including the Flaming Hot Cheeto Mountain Dew, and puts them all in dust boot. But Spoilies. that's for another time. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's a, this, is, this, is a, this guy is now part of the a APS lexicon, yes. just like Ian K. Yeah, Badlands Chugs. Badlands Chugs. <laughs> is the fucking man all right let's end it there um i i would like to get into lisa win my my most hated food content creator the budding star of youtube short food content <laughs> but 
<laughs> we'll do that at a later date. Next year. Next year we'll do it. Hmm. Or uh, or on the free feed, but I don't think it's a free feed kind of thing. Um, anyways, thank you guys so much for supporting us here. To those who have been doing it all year, a month, six months, but really the people who have been doing it for a long time, we cannot thank you guys for enough for the support. We hope you guys have an awesome Christmas with your families, with your friends. Nick Davis. No for the editor. Brian, I want this guy in the thumbnail with us, this specific shot I have up on the screen record. <laughs> um, so Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll see you probably next week and then in 2022. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick, say goodbye. Or maybe this one, actually. Okay, Nick, say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Pat, say goodbye. Hey, thanks for a great year. Another great year in podcasting.